0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: Hey, and welcome to another episode of Great News. My name is Kevin Ryder. This is Mike Catherwood. And we bring you all positive stories to sort of restore
2: your faith in humanity. And there's so many, it's impossible to narrow it down. Every week, Kevin and I have just an oasis of beautiful things to find out about humanity to make us feel better. And that is our goal, to transfer that over to all of you. Uh, We do not do any of the divisive, horrible, negative things that other news shows do. We just bring you two very immature grown men and lots immature. Of I mean, we are things.
1: immature. We're not trying to hide that. That is a thing.
2: Yes. We but, we don't do any of the great news. Right.
1: We correct. just we just c- collect it. We just like point at other people and say, "Look at that! That guy's
2: something." <laughs> do we have an intro. <clears throat> I do. Intro. Intro. The show's about to begin, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin and Mike, giving you the great news.
1: I don't know if you um, live in a place where you have wildfires, but in Southern California, they are devastating.
2: There's a lot of other gnarly ass stuff here in Texas, but not as, no, no, nowhere near as much as, as you know, with the wildfires.
1: And the wind just whips them up and they change directions and, and they'll just burn everything in their path, houses included. And this is a story about Woody Faircloth and his nine-year-old daughter, Luna. They live in Denver. And they were watching video of the 2008 campfire, which was one of the most destructive fires in a long time. And this is the difference between somebody like this man, Woody, and you and I, is that he's in Denver. And he says to his daughter, you know what? We need to drive an rv out to california and give it to somebody who lost their home oh my god and then they started this whole system of doing that where they get people to donate the rvs and they drive them out to california and they give them to people who lost their homes it's amazing watch this story
0: woody faircloth and his nine-year-old daughter luna are getting used to life on the road look at how beautiful this is for the last three years, they've been taking special trips to deliver RVs to families who've lost homes in wildfires. It's a mission they began after watching news of the deadly 2018 campfire in California. I turned to Luna, who was six at the time, she had no front teeth. And uh, I said, Luna, you know, why don't we get an RV and we'll drive it to California and give it to a family so they have a place to call home for Thanksgiving. Luna, you said something very special right then at that Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah, I said, um, Dad, God and Santa Claus are going to be very proud of us.
0: <laughs> and do you feel like God and Santa Claus are very proud of you? Yes. <laughs> Faircloth began looking for RV donors and was amazed by how many people wanted to help with unwanted RVs or their time. We have volunteers all over the country that have helped us. We have people right now that are answering emails and processing uh paperwork for for these donations i mean it's just raise your hand and say hey i'd like to help they can come home and make a home cooked meal and dad and daughter have personally delivered about 20 rvs to folks in need mostly firefighters first responders and veterans and he's helped arrange around a hundred donations in all but it's also been an opportunity to teach his daughter oh look at trees. Everywhere along their trips are reminders of the cost of these fires. Look at the ground how it's just ash. And they've developed a stronger bond. It's been really special for the two of us is to be able to spend that time together and to make a difference just so she knows that it's not just about her and it's not just about me. It's about the people that we're helping and you know we've we're blessed.
2: Oh my gosh it's so like bumpy.
0: We joined them on a trip from Denver to Redding, California. All right, now we're really in all the stress. They were there to deliver a new home. That's beautiful. To Don George, a firefighter who lost nearly everything when his own home burned in the fawn fire this past September while he was helping to save others' homes.
1: I went to the crew and I go, hey, I got, I got to go check on my house, and it was already too late. My son says, I don't know how to tell you. <laughs> But he just couldn't even talk he just he didn't know how to say it you know, it's gone.
0: George has been fighting fires for nearly 50 years he's used to being the one doing the rescuing that your co-pilot okay, his role changed when the fair arrived I got keys for you. Thank you I got a title for you when we visited George a few weeks later look at the crown molding I mean it's just absolutely gorgeous He'd received a second donated RV so that his adult sons who lived with their parents could also have a place to live
1: It's so all I can say is thank God for Woody you couldn't ask for a better man he came just exactly the right time
0: for me renewed my faith in mankind man if there was more people like that we'd have a beautiful world.
1: I'd like to say there are more people like that. You just don't hear about them. That's that's the amazing thing is this guy and his daughter, you know, I sort of had to look for it a little bit. And then I found it. And I was like, oh, this story is pretty cool because this dad and his daughter are actually helping people out. They've gotten up to a hundred RVs that they take to California and they give them to people who don't have homes, which has to be crazy good news for them.
0: That's Oh my
2: God, that's really such a beautiful story. It is. And Doesn't I it make that- you feel like a slacker? Yeah. 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 And I also think like, well, maybe I am a, 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 one of those people like Woody and I've just been either scared or not, um, yeah, not courageous enough to, to pull the trigger. And the, the, I do think, I agree with you that there's millions of other people out there in the world that are like him and we're just kind of, not not ready to take the take the leap and it's like look at that story what's the downside yeah you know? and you look how big it becomes from how small it started and it's it's a miraculous thing It it's like it really like i was watching some superhero movie it seems like every movie now is a superhero movie and you know i i, I started to actually think about this show about great news and about how of course yes you and i kevin are real life superheroes, We're superheroes. yes but um like that there's like a guy like Woody, he, he kind of is like a he, he saves people's lives. You know, he's a superhero, if you really think about it. Like he's he's not really far off. obviously he's a human and he's he's fallible and he can flawed, yeah. be murdered and all that, you know, so he's not like Iron Man or what but he <laughs> he saves lives, you know. I'm
1: sorry, you want to point out that he could be murdered.
2: <laughs> well that you know, that's a that's the cool thing about uh Iron Man and uh and uh, Batman, I was thinking about, he's like, if you're if you're fully indestructible, yeah, great, you can fight crime and all. But I don't really relate all that much. Like, the fact that you can die makes me go, okay, you, you're really putting it out
0: there.
1: All right, so 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 the guy that's donating RVs can be murdered.
2: It's better taken. than the Hulk and Captain Marvel and Superman. Okay, gotcha. Yes, that's my gotcha. point. Right. Um, have you ever... In your daily life, I don't, I shouldn't say, have you ever. How many times in your daily life, Kevin, do you feel inadequate as a man?
0: Um,
1: like 23 hours a day.
0: Okay. Yeah, and I'm that with
2: includes you. like six hours of sleep. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally with you. Mm-hmm. You meet these people and you're like, I am not at all tough. I'm not at all good at dealing with adversity. I, I, and I am going to show you the man who might be in the top 1% of making me feel like a bitch. This guy (laughs) on Instagram, I I encourage everyone to look at at Pitbull Rule, R-U-H-L. And I'm going to show you now a post that he put up of him because he is the first ever disabled and he is fully legless. He is a disabled bullfighter. This is real. Look at this. It's boots and shacks, it's cowboy hats, its spurs, and let it go. It's the ropes and the reins and the Well it ain't no woman flesh and blood. It's that damned old rodeo. All oh, its fools and blood is the bullshit, it's the real, real bitch. Sunday is he cloud? Is he a rodeo him. I'll just get run over. I'm good. Uh, Go to his Instagram. He is just your average Texas cripple, as he puts it. First legless bullfighter in history. And uh, he is so awesome. He has a shirt that he sells on his... uh, Instagram. It says no legs, on, all
1: balls. No legs, all balls.
2: And uh, not only is he super jacked, and he you know is this incredible tough guy, he does bullfighting with no legs. But he uh is a is a, is a very skilled physical tr- tr- trainer, strength and conditioning trainer, and he helps people with disabilities. uh In per- you know either with their training, but also with just the aspect of teaching them and encouraging them to believe that whatever the doctors, whatever science says is not possible for you, trust me, there's more. You just got to gotta push through. And uh, so really many beautiful.
1: people who, who listen to a doctor tell them that, and the doctor knows, and then they go, you know what? I'm going to walk anyway. I'm going to yeah. go back. I'm going to get back up and do something else. And it's
2: baffling how they, how they do that. It's baffling yeah so big ups to you man uh zach rule r-u-h-l
1: how do you handle wrong numbers mike greatly depends you answer them especially in the in the era of all of the spam calls that you get
2: yeah because a wrong number isn't like a spam call i get it's like from some it'll it'll say some business or it'll say like potential like spam risk Mm-hmm. A wrong number is like, I don't know, it could be someone that I just don't have. My, so I, I do answer wrong numbers. too. And then
1: when they start talking and you realize that
2: they're a wrong number, do you get off the phone as soon as you possibly can? Because I like do. I said, it depends. If I could hear in the voice that there could be some ball busting potential, <laughs> I, will, I will ring that one out. I'll ring you'll, that chamois dry.
1: You'll play along with it for a while yeah. just for the fun of it?
0: Yeah.
2: This is a 20-year friendship
1: that was sparked by a wrong phone number. This woman was continuously calling a man and saying that she needed, I don't know, she needed help or whatever. And it was in Rhode Island and her name is Gladys. And she kept calling this guy and kept calling this guy. And finally the guy said, Gladys, tell me about yourself. And they started talking. And this past Thanksgiving, they met for the first time. One of them is from Florida and one of them is from, I don't remember what other state, but they became friends and they met and they're, I don't know. It's just, I just see that like every chance I get to get off the phone, I get off the phone. I'm not a phone person. I don't like I talking on the phone. Yeah. Especially if it's somebody who doesn't want to talk to me, they want to talk to somebody else. It's like, all right, well, listen, uh, wrong number. So yeah. peace out. This guy, uh, twenty-year friendship.
2: That's beautiful. I mean, that's beautiful, and I, I think that that like I think at our core, humans like the animal of Homo sapien. I think is a communal, social animal,
0: and yes, modern right. life has just
2: like made us more and more. We, we've moved farther and farther away from it. So when you hear stories like that, you you get like that spirit gets in you know invigorated yeah, again. You know, or you're like, you no, know, you can really make friends if right. you just get in contact with someone even if it's by accident. Now it's what's going to
1: happen is that Mike and I are both going to answer spam
2: calls today and we're going to be angry. But I'm going to try no, I'm going to I'm going to try uh answering and being like, "Hey dude, do you want to be friends?" and it's going to be like Lenny Dykstra or something, like some asshole. And and it'll you know, I'll be keep pushing and pushing and you'll be like, "Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> but you called me first. Yeah. You called me, dude. You know, fuck <laughs> you. All right. Kevin, I like to include one cute animal video for yes. show this is not only cute this is much like last episode where i showed you the doggy double dutch this mm-hmm. is unbelievable this is canine master of balance full glass of water how how did they how did they
1: keep it on its head and how many
2: different items are they putting on top of their dog yeah like when did they get to like transmission and they're like okay that's a little much (laughs) there's a dinner table good luck i i I, I, okay here's the thing about dogs Mm mm-hmm dog's the best yes Uh, agreed And one of the funniest and most endearing things about dogs to me is that no matter what they're doing, that face stays the same. Mm -hmm. It's like just normal goofy dog face. Like you always see like on ESPN 8, like the dog leaping championships. Mm -hmm. They're flying through the air. They're like fully, you know, you watch Usain Bolt in in Sprinters. They have like the I'm sprinting face or a a dog that uh, a human that's incredibly overwhelmed by emotions. They're crying or they're Dogs are doing extreme stuff and they still have the same like dog face. Like, yep, I'm walking with my Like, whatever. Glass of water. I don't care. <laughs>
1: yeah, I have a glass of water on my head. I'm good. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. All right. I'm gonna tell you about Mr. Thanksgiving. Okay. Mr. Thanksgiving is a guy named Bob Vogelbaugh, and he used to work in the restaurant industry. And in 1970, he retired and he said you know what? There are a lot of people who come in here. There was a a 91-year-old man that started it, or a woman, I'm sorry, named Rose Hansen, And he said, while I was bagging her groceries, I noticed there wasn't a turkey. And I asked how she was spending the holiday. And he was saddened by her answer. She said, it's just going to be another day alone. And since 1970, this man has thrown open his doors for thanksgiving and said anybody that needs that doesn't have somebody else in their life anybody that needs to to have some kind of a meal i'm here i'm gonna make a thanksgiving dinner and come on over all are welcome oh how that is, bad does that make you feel about yourself now we're all it does
2: dude it does and it makes me so ha- I, i'm literally te- fuck you kevin you made me cry again. <laughs> um you know, I, I, I really think that as we were talking about with a couple of stories ago that I think naturally we're, we're, we're communal and, and social beings. I, I think that drugs and, 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 and gambling and, and excess and all this stuff and, you know, divorce, whatever it is, a lot of things can be painful. I think the most devastating thing to the human spirit is loneliness. Yeah, I really do. And it seems kind of simple but it's just so hard for me to sometimes see that people are lonely, and to see this guy. All right, what if what if this guy's wearing this hat? Then what? Yeah. What do you do with that? Is he a dick well, now? He's a dick now, isn't he? No, no. Hey, come on, he's a he's a nice old man. <laughs> I would have to fight my desire to knock to it off his put head. Put my balls in his cap and go. <laughs> oh, dude, you have some gum in your turkey <laughs> goblets. <laughs> <laughs> And, go, and he reaches up and it's nothing but Balzini's.
1: <laughs> He's been doing this since 1970. Beautiful, man. Which
2: is really amazing. That's a, gr- that's a great story. Ugh, another guy, Kevin, who in so many ways makes us feel inadequate, J.J. Watt. Yes, 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 and Yes and for those of you unaware nfl a legitimate nfl star i mean he's a he's an insane badass but he has may has a long legacy of raising crazy amounts of money doing so much for people in need and when that uh that wisconsin uh the Wau- Waukesha Waukesha uh I christmas think. or that parade incident happened that horrible car you know incident happened um he knew because uh, I, I, yeah, he's a uh, w- he's a Wisconsin Badger. That's his alumni, and um, he knew he had to step in to action, and he has raised as of right now. Let's see, oh, I don't have the new tally, but it's it's an incredible um, amount of money to completely pay completely pay off with an excess for them to deal with any type of hardship. Uh, for all the people affected, all the funeral costs, hospital costs and everything, J.J. Watt is taking care of everything. Wow, and
1: funeral costs alone can break you. The amount of money that they charge because you're desperate, you're sad, you're lonely, you're emotional, you would give them all of your money and they're happy to take it, unfortunately. right? But that is not a small thing. Like, I'll give you a perfect example. When my dad passed away um, 10 or 11 years ago, I should probably know. um, I went with my mom to the um, funeral home. And they said, we have this lovely casket that's uh, $14,000. And we have this casket that's $9,000. And then we've got this little box over here. And I was like, I don't really want to. Pay all that money for so I said, We'll take this one. And he goes, Oh, you want the cheap one? And I was like, I'm gonna hit you right in the mouth because I'm sitting here with my mom and you're belittling me because I'm not spending enough on a casket. But that's how much
2: I'm I'm sorry to get dark, but we're kind of talking about dark stuff. How much does it cost to turn them into ash? Oh, I don't know. That I don't know. But I wish I would have chosen it. (laughs) You know what? I'm just kidding. It really is. That's a that's a gross kind of aspect of humanity. Like the idea that yeah, I'm fine. If you want to make the twenty thousand dollar coffin and offer that up, you know, so that when Elon Musk's loved one dies, fine, go ahead. You do you. If you have the money, there right. could be hundred thousand dollar casket. Fine, no problem. But there has to be the hundred dollar casket. Like the hundred dollar casket has to exist. You can't just exploit people. to... <laughs> I wish you were right on that, but they
1: really do. I mean, they exploit people. Anytime you're emotional and you're upset, they take advantage of you. For example, the wedding industry is the same. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be my wedding. They don't realize it's the first of three, but this is going to be my wedding. And okay, we're going to charge you for everything to make sure that, you, that we can squeeze the most money out of you. Right. And but at least, with, a wedding, part,
2: at least yeah. with the wedding, you have the option. To go yes, yourself. You'd okay. be like, let's go down the courthouse. It will call a couple of friends, grab some beers. We don't with a funeral, you you can't go, you literally legally can't just go bury your dad. You know, like right. you're you're fucked. You're completely handcuffed to it. Mm-hmm. That's that's gross, man. So JJ
1: Watt, let's go back to the good news, the great news, JJ Watt is paying all of those costs. So none of the families in Wisconsin that were affected by that have to sit across from somebody
2: and and be made to feel bad because they don't have enough money and there is something extra special i'm not i would never belittle anyone who's a famous really rich celebrity who's going to write a check and you know go out there but to do something that's actually like specific that you know is going to be particularly helpful in that time of need something Mm -hmm. like it just goes to show that he's he's a he's a different dude he's a step above
1: he did that when he was in Houston and he was raising money for the hurricanes. I mean, he really has done this his whole entire life.
2: Yeah. It's a, he has a, like I said, a legacy of just being a really, really impressive person. And an Arizona up. Cardinal, which makes him probably the best. Yes. Yes. Kevin. We Thank understand. You. <laughs> <clears throat> Please subscribe and like and yes. tell your friends. If you've come across a great news story, go ahead, hit up, at V Kevin Ryder, hit up Mike, at Mike Catherwood. We love getting suggestions and nominations for great news stories. And I'm going to hit you with an outro. You know what I'm talking about, bro. Say hello to the happy goodbye to the blues. Kevin my head, give a great news.
1: Less tongue. I'd be comfortable <laughs> with less tongue.